All I have to say is I'm very excited about Alex Cyprios, the prime minister, and his his initiatives to uh, yes, yes, because we all know who that was. <laughs> yes, that's why I did. That's why I told you all, right? We all <laughs> yeah. watched the same movie, right? The same movie about the Greek economic recovery, right? I was about to say uh, how, how Greece is going to get out of economic turmoil. Yeah, man. This it's going to be about, right? it's going to be dope. We're finally dope. we're finally hitting Preble's sweet spot here. Which I'm yeah, pleased. we actually probably are. It's, it's closer than than my than my interest in Greece. I actually definitely. at one time stayed in the same hotel room with Mike Preble, and I hit a sweet spot a few times. <laughs> I mean, I thought that was private. I thought that was a private indiscretion, Derek. And here we are now well, in front of a national in front of a national audience. <laughs> a gentleman never a gentleman never kisses and tells. That's that's why I just let everyone know. Okay. Hello and welcome to Hold My Popcorn, where we make fun of the good movies and trash the bad ones. I'm Max Healy in Nashville, and in Boston, we have the passive and not angry at all Tim Begin. How are you, Timmy? Get a job. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, also in Boston, we have our one sane member of the show, Mike Preble. How's it going, buddy? It's very flattering, Max. Thank you. Um, I enjoyed this trip down memory lane watching Grease and realizing how absolutely filthy all of these songs are <laughs> at least you're listening to the songs i was kind of just staring at the space just waiting for them to end perfect this is going to be a very this is going to be a very rich conversation then <laughs> and we also got Derek brady on his second beer now in his his uh, nice warm unventilated house how's it going Derek? yep no central heat and air in my house which is just fueling my rage that i have for this movie i fucking hated this movie. So let's dive in. Yeah, let's do it. So for week two of our musical May, we watched a high school jerk wearing down a goody two-shoes immigrant into changing everything about herself just to fit in in the 1978 classic Grease, directed by Randall Kleeser and starring John Travolta, Olivia Newton-John, and a bunch of old people. All right. So (laughs) let's get into it. I know it's, um, I guess before we even do that though, um, has anybody not seen this movie before? Me. Mm. And fuck, I wish I could erase this. Yeah, I've never seen it either. Uh, this is going to become a repressed memory for me in like the next month and a half. It's, I'm going to, I'm going to have thought that I've never seen this. Maybe I have seen it before. I don't know. Derek, just keep drinking and then maybe you'll forget. (laughs) Like how you watch this today, right? Just pound a few more and then wipe that clean. Thank you, Mike. You're welcome. You're welcome. Speaking of wiping clean, so there's a lot of symbol uh, symbolism in this movie. In the opening scene of the water hitting the rocks is obviously code for a tidal wave of jizz splashing all over <laughs> Olivia Newton-John, a.k.a. Oh, Sandy, gosh. after her summer fling with John Travolta, a.k.a. Danny. So, Preble, what are your thoughts on this? Um, yes. <laughs> Yes, I, I, I also enjoyed that imagery. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought of. <laughs> so I'm glad we're on the same, everyone here is on the same page. I'm just making sure that all the real Grease fans just tune off before we get started. So I just had to throw yeah. that out there. Yeah, Perfect. Nothing like, nothing like the first five minutes of a podcast. We're talking about John Travolta's cum. Olivia <laughs> uh, Newton-John was getting real sandy on that beach. You know <laughs> Good-good. She's an ocean of her own. A good-good-good. 
I just like how the opening of this movie is like them sitting on a rock and being like, it was the best summer ever, Daddy. Oh, God. Will it ever see you again? <laughs> and he's like, uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe, uh. A lot of my notes is, oh, boy, from the outset, you could tell this is just going to be horrible. <laughs> Especially just through like their super crudely edited voices when they say goodbye. Like uh, this entire there was so much movie, bad ADR. The entire movie, movie is bad ADR. I don't think a single yeah. word matched up with anyone's mouths throughout the entire movie. What well, like the one kid that was the uh, what was the, uh, the the rival gang or whatever? The snakes. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, what was it? Poker mark face. Yeah, oh, yeah, whatever it was. God. Dude, I don't think he physically said any line that in the movie that wasn't recorded after the fact. I think all of his dialogue before he ate a yard was just him just going. (laughs) He was always like sitting in that loud ass car and they were like, well, we didn't get any of that. Nope. (laughs) It's also funny since this came out in the 70s is that like during some of the scenes too, like especially towards the end, like the you're the one I want song. um, They're going through like that circular like tube and you can just hear it going in the background as they're singing. It's just do, 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 do. I don't understand, A, Preble, this has already been addressed before you got on the podcast. Okay. Who this movie is for. Um, and, us. It's and for B, us, Paco. No, it's not. That's, it's no, I think it not. is. That's why we're doing it. We are the demographic. for 30-year-old men. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 30-year-old straight men with, with bad eating habits. Um, <laughs> and secondly, I don't know who would fucking enjoy this movie. I mean, again... Children, this is not for children because all they're doing is talking about fucking each other the entire movie. And it's not for adults because these are essentially cartoon characters. It's like the, watching a fucking Three Stooges skit with like the sound effects and the slaps and everything. It was bananas. It's it's for women. <laughs> it's exclusive. It's literally like it's what it's fairy tale like Disney movie tropes put into song with John Travolta dancing around in a leather jacket and sequined black t-shirts, <laughs> which apparently are what cool kids wear in high school. Dude, yes. We need to dive in, Max. We're, we're, getting, we're getting way down the rabbit hole. We, All need right. to get, we need to get into this. Well, uh, speaking of the cartoon thing, so you do get the cut to uh, the cool cartoon intro, which I thought was actually the best part of this entire movie. I didn't. I thought it was a schoolhouse rock intro. I thought it was like that too. I thought it was cool though. Um, so I actually looked it up. John D. Wilson. He's the one uh, who did the cartoon. He also did all the storyboards for Peter Pan, Lady Than Tramp, uh, as well as the Sonny and Cher show and the Carol Burnett show. And the uh, soundtrack for Jurassic Park, right? Yep. That's John Williams, but yep. Yeah. Yeah. Same yep. one in the same. Yeah. Yep. And then um, also the song though, written by Barry Gibb. <laughs> <laughs> he was not very good either. So I, I didn't well, know. Frankie Valley sang it. I saw that. Oh, when it, Frankie I saw his, the I saw in, his, like the, the song for the intro wasn't like time pro, wasn't period appropriate. It was like a seventy right. song. It's it was a like banger a though. Song. <laughs> it's a great yeah. song. Oh, you, yeah, go 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 fucking blast that around town, Max. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you meet the crew of grown ass men playing the superficial high school greasers. When Danny comes in refusing to tell his boyfriends what he did all summer. Which was apparently, to his credit, fucking. Just a whole lot of fucking. 
Whoa, 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 whoa. Sandy did not put out, dude. Exactly. Yeah, but, 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 but hey, that's not what he tells his friends. He's but you want to know what? We just glossed over an important part. Kanicki's the only fucking real person in this goddamn thing. He was getting, he got a job during the summer <laughs> trying to buy his own car. That's what a real American does. That's what a real American man does. Right. The rest of these fucking. Get a job and what? knock up a girl in high school. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. I also like that his job was literally moving boxes and he was somehow able to get enough money to not afford a good car, but like something that could drive. I was just like, a summer job bought you a car? It's like, God, the 1950s are out of control. Also, I have to say, I have to say, this is the least intimidating gang of all time. I went to normal high school, okay? So this is really saying something. These people are not... No one is, you know, quaking in their boots when the uh, when the T-birds come rolling in oh my with God. their jazz fingers. I mean, all these all these characters. It was like you almost, like I said, it was almost like you took the Three Stooges and mixed it with the dialogue from Singing in the Rain and just like mashed it together. And it was just like aggressive, weird, trying to be funny but really not funny dialogue. Flamboyant and aggressively sexual at the same time. It's a good mixture. Yeah. 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 Yep. It's just John Travolta, like, <laughs> man, personified. There you go. <laughs> let's let's get into the ladies. So uh, you're introduced to the Pink Ladies, or leader Rizzo, played by President Bartlett's wife from the West Wing, as uh, Tim noted <laughs> off air. Mrs. Bartlett. <laughs> Mrs. Bartlett. Yep. First lady, um, as well as squeaky voiced, wig changing Frenchie, who takes the new foreign exchange student Sandy under her wing. So then all the boys though, so they get into uh, they're skipping their homeroom. Um, this is when I first noticed like the pink elephant in this movie and not talking about the girl gang. It's the fucking greaser, Sonny, who's a, like a fat, balding, 45 year old Italian man from Queens. Dude. Yeah. I feel like Sonny was the guy that didn't get the like most minute role in the Godfather. That's how old this motherfucker was and just how fucking Italian he was. He's 73 years old now. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I feel like Sonny was like bleep. We just went to high school and we're like bleep. What are you doing here? You're 48. <laughs> you can't. You gotta have graduated by now. He's like, no man. I got one more year in my belt. The scouts are looking at me again. Someday I'll be a pro. Yeah. It's like I don't think so. You're a 22 year old high schooler. <laughs> Here's the fun thing. I'm sure that's going to land with our audience because it didn't even land with me. Yeah, and especially after I edit the name out because I don't want to risk anything. So that's good, too. <laughs> <laughs> just substitute just 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 Mike Preble. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> what an odd name. When you edit the name, I'll just go, <sighs> bleep. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have to edit that one out, too. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going back to Sonny real quickly, too. So he was the guy was actually he was 32 years old when they filmed this. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Which is like Derek playing a high schooler, which after thinking that while watching this movie, I just started laughing out loud. Just thinking of Derek as a high schooler. <laughs> just imagine Derek with his big beard, stomach sticking out, being like, hey, so when's the other uh, JV game? <laughs> you guys need anybody to play first base? Could you imagine him being like the love Ooh. interest in a movie? Like all the girls in the group are like, look at that guy over there. He's so hot. And then it's just a pan over to Derek. <laughs> He's got like a sweat stained white t-shirt. No, no, no. I got, I got, you can literally smell the sausages through the screen. I got the, I got the old, on the, shirt. the old, yeah. the old like eighties, like midriff football, jer- practice football jersey. On. <laughs> the penny. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like an overweight prison prostitute. Just a, just a, yeah. a substantial <laughs> amount of lint in my belly button. 
<laughs> You're essentially like Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> Nerds! Nerds! <laughs> <laughs> Just are crushing people. Also, where does this movie take place? Because there's like a weird, like, nondescript American accent, but then there's also a Southern accent, like that, like the nurse or whatever in like the first opening scene. She's got like a Southern accent. It's like, but then you got a bunch of these like New Yorkers and like, just it's pick in, a state. It's in California, but you're, you're totally right. Yeah. Everyone seems to be from Queens yep. or yeah. the South. <laughs> yeah, I just don't, I just, you know, it's, it's one of the things like, and, and it's funny, I didn't remember, uh, remember that Sandy had that Australian accent yeah. for a while. So when she started talking, I was like, wow, like she really didn't try at all to hide this accent. And then they're like, so you're from Australia, huh? And that's just one of the things I'm just probably like, you know, she probably tried to do an American accent. They're like, why don't we just make up a story about you being from yeah. Australia now? Instead of moving in from like the next town over, now she moved from down under. Me and my mom came here. From Australia. <laughs> Put a shrimp on the barbie. <coughs> don't talk to me. <laughs> All right, so uh, during the morning announcements. That was, that was good. <laughs> that was very good. That was high comedy, I think is what we call that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> so uh, during the morning announcements, the principal says that the TV show National Bandstand will be coming to their early retirement home for a live broadcast. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, like, Get it because they're old. It's very exciting. It's not uh, high school. I'll be honest. Like, the whole first, like, 30 minutes of this movie, I, my head was spinning. There was just so much going on. It was moving so quickly. I don't know anyone's name at this point. And the headaches, like, it doesn't, like, alleviate any of the headaches either when he got, like, the perky cheerleader telling Sandy to try out and none of the words match her mouth at all. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, who the fuck edited this thing? Uh, I'm quite certain some movie executive smoking a, a large comical cigar just told him to put it out, see? This is a mu- this is a musical. It's gonna make us a ton of money. Doesn't matter how bad it is, see? <laughs> it's for kids that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. All the girls want to see Travolta. Yeah, the broads want to see him sing and dance. Let him see him sing and dance. It's the most masculine man we have in the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Which is also, like, the dynamics of this school are totally fucked up. We'll get there, though. Yeah, so, and, I mean, get right into this. the boys at the bleachers. One of the dudes is looking down the girl's skirt. Dude, Nothing yeah. wrong with that. Yeah. That's that's the first indication that this is essentially just an SVU episode. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think I think uh, like ten times in this movie, I just was looked at Abby and went dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was the first time that like I literally had to just pause the movie and get up and walk out of the room, just because this, <laughs> this movie was just yeah. infuriating because. A, how do these women not notice a grown man laying beneath their 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 calves looking up their skirt? B, they make fun of the football player and make him a complete fucking idiot, which is not the way high school works. And we'll find yeah. out later, again, when, when Travolta's trying to be an athlete, what's the first thing he resorts to? Goddamn gymnastics. What is happening <laughs> at this fucking high school? That's what I'm saying. It's like, you know what? The kid, the... The skinny kids who can dance real well typically aren't the ones who are like the tough, cool kids in high school. Right. But no, like zero ramf- like ramifications for them just making fun of these football players. It's like nobody shoved these guys into a locker. Right. 
I mean, this is clearly written from like the perspective of like the art kids, right? This is like this is the art kids' revenge. It's like where we rule the school. It's all <laughs> dancing and singing. It's, it's like it's like I don't know. No, this is wrong. Sandy, do you want to know who the coolest kids in school are? Who that guy? Those guys what over thanks? there doing pirouettes. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't gonna, their hamstrings well, out. I wasn't gonna say that. Jesus Christ! <laughs> no, okay, here we go. Just about help, help me out here, Derek. Just Guys, stop it was saying 1950s. that. Nineteen fifties. This was completely God. acceptable back then. Oh my God! Living well, noon, John's like, nah, I don't want to have any cigarettes. Thank you, though. <laughs> Anyways, um, after the peep show, you get into the summer loving number, which features Danny and Sandy telling two different versions of their summer romance. Real gay dance routine. I'm so cool and totally into girls. Yeah, check me out while I pirouette and stick my hand in the air. This is the second SVU thing where <laughs> it's part of the song. He goes, or the, the chorus is, tell me more, tell me more. Did she put Did up she a put fight? Did she put up a fight? Yes, yeah. I wrote that down. Dung dong. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot, I'm telling you, he's a... This girl has been raped and murdered. This is this is the guy's M.O. He brings him down to the beach in the summer. <laughs> A.K.A. Did you have to hold her down or not? Yeah. It's like, okay. So we're setting a good precedent here. Girl's mm-hmm. looking up girl's skirts and her his friends asking him, did she put up a fight? <laughs> Typically not a good question to ask if you're talking about a romantic relationship. <laughs> I wrote in my notes was, oh no, John, that disco finger point at the end of the song. You're not fooling oh, anybody. Dude, all his whole routine. I mean, it's just, not only him, but the dancers around him. It's just... God damn it. It's not good. It No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> the girls are more masculine than the men in this. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, what's her name? The, the one that's smoking all the cigarettes and... Mrs. Bartlett. No, Rizzo. Yeah, dude, Rizzo's the, the biggest fucking man in this movie. Yeah, she's just... Oh, yeah. She's just slinging dick all over the place. Dude. <laughs> exactly. For sure. Jumping out of fucking rooftops to get that D. Dude. She doesn't care. Nah. Hey, okay. <laughs> do what you gotta do, right? Yeah. Hey. Get those rocks off one way or another. Am I right, That's Preble? Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then after this, you have the clan rally before the big game. <laughs> oh, God, that's all I can think about. I didn't get that far, but I was like, what the fuck is this bonfire? Like, all the signs are written in blood. There's burning mannequins while the coach is screaming about slitting each other's, like, slitting the other team's throats and burning their houses down. Oh, my God. And then they say, they get up there, like, they've got this big, raucous pep rally. They get up there and say, well, we're trying to end our seven-season slump. You have a seven-season yeah. slump? No one's fucking showing up for that pep rally. Well, it's not a surprise they have a seven-season slump when all the guys are fucking more concerned about, like, their ballet dancing. <laughs> Catching a goddamn screen pass. I don't know, that quarterback's a stud. Quarterback looked like Babe Ruth. Yeah. All right, so during the Magma Rally, you get uh, this middle-aged man just flirting with Travolta when uh, Kaniki strolls up in this piece-of-shit car that he wants the boys to rebuild so they can go street racing. And um, the other gang of older men dressed in S&M slaves drive by. More to come <laughs> on them in here in a minute. And they go, then they go, the snakes, what are they doing here? All part, all part of their little, like, Max alluded to, their little S&M, their little S&M role play. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and and I I love that they pull up and they're like, oh, shit. Like, you think it's about to be like a throwdown. And one of the guys pulls out a plastic yellow, like, water gun. Yep. (laughs) Well, to your point, Tim, uh, whatever his name is, Heineke or whatever his name was, um, 
He's the only Kenicki, one that's ready to go. Derek. Kanicki. He pulls out a fucking switchblade. He's like, whoa. All right. Do it. Kanicki is a shining light for me in this movie. He's the only one that's like does anything right. So I thought at the beginning he was going to be the villain because he just was like so confident in himself. I was like, oh, is that the bad guy? And Nikki's like, no, no, he's second in command. I'm like, to Travolta? <laughs> you shouldn't be? This guy's second? <sighs> All right. So uh, and meanwhile, Sandy and Danny reunite, but it doesn't go well. Here's the chick that, uh, that I just formed a, uh, performed a complete choreographed dance routine about. <laughs> Should I make my move? No, no, no. I'm going to act like an asshole to piss her off. I don't want to act gay around my friends. <laughs> yeah. I don't act gay and fuck this chick. Well, I'm just going to say this. She got really angry at him. Like his first sen- his first like reaction to her was totally fine and she like was totally fine with it. But then he said like one more sentence and she was like you're a different person. Get away from me. <laughs> it was like what the turn was so quick. I was like wouldn't you like play that out a little bit before you like totally realize like totally make that assumption that he's like putting on an act or whatever? It was just such a weird little fucking sequence. Oh my god, I can't believe it's you. I mean, no, uh, no, oh you're you're a girl. You're a girl. You suck. Girls suck. <laughs> girls suck. I'm too cool. I'm too cool. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go dance. All right, Frenchie then invites Sandy over to her uh, her house for a slumber party to make her feel better, but then she just gets harassed for not smoking cigarettes and drinking wine or getting her ears pierced. You notice that none of the girls had their ears pierced. But yet they're giving her shit for it. I didn't notice that, no. They're they're hell-bent on just giving her a staph infection. I I, I just wrote down, shut up, Sandy. Smoke this cigarette, drink this wine, let me shove this through your ear and eat this Twinkie. (laughs) This is what girls do in America. (laughs) And now you're pregnant. The whole, whole, like, sleepover thing's kind of weird. Aren't they seniors? Like, I I didn't have sleepovers when we were seniors. Yeah, one of them jumps out, they get fucked. Doing sleepovers anymore. Just on the hunt for some cock. Sounds like all my sleepovers. Just on the hunt for some cock there, Brad. What's going on? I said just on the hunt for some cock there. Oh, yeah. That's that's what I did. That's what I did. Like the hunter in Jumanji. Yep. Definitely that. Not trouble sleeping over my house and we snuck in booze and him throwing up all night. To the point that my that parents asked me the next day what was wrong because they just kept on hearing the toilet flushing throughout the house. <laughs> just had to pee a lot from all the soda. That's when you tell. That's when you tell him Preble has diabetes. <laughs> he forgot his insulin. Preble has diabetes. Forgot his insulin. Oh, poor thing. The best. Yeah, he definitely wasn't yeah. drunk. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not that. Then you just got to fake diabetes for the rest of your life, Preble. Oh shit! Done mm-hmm. and done. Perfect. Did, did Did you guys hear the line? That they said, uh, what's her name, said when they pulled off, where she said, so what do you guys think this is, a fucking gangbang? She said that? <laughs> oh, oh, she I said that. Yeah. yeah, she did. She said that in the movie. She said this is a fucking gangbang? Well, not fucking, but yeah. I may have thrown she it said, gangbang. Well, she made she made fun of what's-his-face, uh, Travolta, and saying, what, are you going to go home and flog your log? Because ah. <laughs> you went, I was like, that's what I mean. I was like, nice. I don't remember this movie at all being, like, so just, like, like descriptive and just so sexual. Like that was never my impression watching this. I just don't think we got the references. Yeah. yeah, I was, That's what I mean. I just don't think I yeah. was like, Oh, got it. Okay. But I mean, I just remember this being like something that like people were like, Oh yeah, we should watch this. You know, it's it was like, PG. Oh, this is something that like, you know, like my younger cousins would like to watch. I thought it was a PG movie. I, I had no idea. 
Yeah, it was originally PG as well. Well, I guess that's well, because they, that's the only ratings they had. It was like G. That was, PG that was the highest R. rating, yeah. Yeah. But, all right. So then you have the Look at Me, I'm Sandra D song, which is uh, Rizzo <laughs> just making fun of Sandy for not being a skank. And uh, this is this is terrible. My next note here is just a bunch of women going through menopause. <laughs> <laughs> just, I don't know what was happening, but that's what I wrote down. Getting real catty. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I think happened to you? Because I'm an expert. I'm an expert on women's reproductive systems. Is I think they synchronized, <laughs> so they're all having their periods. Um, then after this, Rizzo A jumps. Member of the U.S. Congress. <laughs> um, and then after this, Rizzo jumps into Kaniki's car to get fucked. More on that here in a second. But uh, Sandy then sings a hopeless, uh, hopeless devoted to you number, which. Also made me laugh because then I just started thinking of Tim having to watch this. <laughs> Dude, that's what I, that's the moment I texted you guys where I was like, if any of my fucking, if when I have kids and if any of their friends are in my backyard singing in the middle of the night, they're dead. <laughs> I'll bury them in a shallow grave and I'm going to tell their parents I did it. <laughs> I was like, your kid was out in my backyard singing. What do you think I'm going to do? I got work in the morning. I just, yeah, <laughs> I love the climax to that song where she looks down and there's the reflection of Ta- John Travolta, and then it pans back and it's in a kitty, an inflatable kiddie pool in the backyard, and I vomited and came at the same time. God, <laughs> why? I was just like, oh. this uh, part of this is like really, really sensual and wonderful, and then when it panned back and it was an inflatable kiddie pool, I was like, what is this fucking Alabama? <laughs> John Travolta has like dead eyes in this movie. Anyone else notice that? It's like he isn't. It's like he's a robot. He's like nothing going on behind him. It's like he's acting a person that he doesn't want to be. It's like he's like dead a inside. Straight man, like like a straight man. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. Let's just move. Uh, let's move past that. So back to Rizzo getting <laughs> fucked. So first you have a twenty five yeah, car. Tra- <laughs> yeah. First you get a twenty five car train of teenagers just banging all in a row, which is totally normal. But uh, Kaniki's condom broke because he bought it in seventh grade. But Rizzo just says, eh, I'm classy. Let's just have some unprotected sex. What's the worst that can happen? Like her style. Yeah, I mean, a woman that knows what she wants. You got to respect that. Yeah, I was a little caught off guard by that. I'm like, oh, oh, okay. So they're just going to have some unprotected sex. Okay. I'm not even sure I knew where a condom like went when I was in seventh grade. <laughs> you just put up your butt. <laughs> I just think it's funny that he calls it his 25 cents insurance policy, which sounds like a terrible, terrible insurance policy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it turns out, it's like, I don't, I think they're supposed to be larger than that for something like, you know, a child, but. What's the return? But, a baby. Oh. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, okay. Mm. Like, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So uh, after this, uh, the acne scarred rival damages Kaniki's car. And then the boys are fixing it, and they get into the Grease Lightning song. Oh, my God. Ugh. Oh, my God. How about that voice drop by Travolta? Why, it's Grease Lightning! Well, he gets him overhead lifters in the bear Yeah. Like, what? All I could think about watching that Grease Lightning, like, the whole scene with all the men dancing together, was that scene from South Park where Randy Marsh and all the men are in a pile just fucking each other. <laughs> That's all I could think about. It's just, like, trying to end... The human race or whatever it is. Oh, God. Like, that, that's, that's all it was. It was just a bunch of dudes gyrating <laughs> on each other. And I'm pretty sure at multiple points in this movie, you see a male hand, like, run across John Travolta's chest. Uh, 
Well, Kanicki was gyrating over John Travolta's head for a he good was. five minutes during that song. So, and if you look closely, yeah. you could see a little little hard hat. And this John is where Travolta. you saw the sequined T-shirt that John Travolta wears. <laughs> again, again, a telltale sign of being a cool kid in high school is wearing a super tight sequined T-shirt <laughs> and a leather pants or whatever, a leather yeah. jacket. <laughs> Yeah. Right, yep. and doing perfect, and doing perfect, like literally, you know, New York ballet pirouettes. Let's get this car in shape, boys. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest, man. Like, I hate that your wife likes this movie. It makes me angry. At she your didn't wife. seem too enthralled by it, honestly. Watching it, okay. Tim, saying, I hate she that your girlfriend this. likes this. <laughs> All right, well, I'm gonna attack the, the next person. Makes, makes two of us. <laughs> <laughs> Purple, how Michelle feel about this movie? I am unaware. <laughs> All right, smooth past uh, a bunch of stray men doing their hair and shaking their dicks. So after this, Travolta is trying to impress Sandy and trying to be one of the macho boys by trying out for various sports, including basketball with his camel toe and gyrating hips. Does this? Does the football coach coach every sport? Yeah. Was- Apparently, there's actually three. There's only three adults in this school. There's the principal, <laughs> the principal's dumb secretary, and the and the coach. Because that's those are the only teachers we've ever met, dude. It's a great coach. This kid, this, like this coach, is like very like into just making sure he finds a sport for this guy. I would never see a coach like yeah. this. He'd be like, "All right, you pick one. I don't care what it is. I'm just not going to play you." What are you talking about? Yeah, you're right. A great a great coach sits in the gym while and hits fungos at you while he tries to impress a 17 year old girl that he's trying to fuck. <laughs> that's what a great coach does. The, all I know is that basketball scene oh God. was just so fucking bad. Like you would think that like these people that you're not going to see again, they could have at least gotten somewhat athletic humans. No, no, no. They got the most unathletic, horrible at basketball people that they could fucking find. I did laugh though when Travolta just punches the guy in the stomach for trying to steal Mm -hmm. the ball. (laughs) That didn't make me laugh. You you cut to the next scene where where Danny's just taking cuts like Mark Bellhorn. (laughs) No, no. Before that, you get um, him wrestling with the big bear. That was probably Travolta's oh. favorite scene of any movie ever. <laughs> Sorry. Right, now, okay, now you mound me. Okay, now I mound you. Uh, just then like you got a it. night in a hotel room with Preble. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, here's something uh, Preble can maybe comment on, because Preble's been very quiet during this. Yeah. More quiet than usual. In the baseball scene, he kind of looks like Johnny Bench, doesn't he, Mike? I think his stance looks like. Well, it was, yeah. That, and then he also just. Yeah, I was going to say the burns. I was going to say that's a classic, like, 1960s, 1970s look there, which is something that throughout this movie really frustrated me. I was like, just pick a decade, (laughs) you know, pick a lane. Either, you know, he's either it's the 50s or it's the 70s, because there's like a whole bunch of like weird crisscrossing with this, but. I also just like that he always just gets into a fight at the very end of every single athletic scene. Mm-hmm. And then people are like, whoa, 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 there's no fighting in any of these sports. I'm like, are you insane? Have you ever seen a baseball game or a basketball game or anything? It's like, of course people will get in fights. This is ridiculous. Yeah, instead, let's just do track. There's no fighting there. So <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Travolta's just run. Just keep on running. Track after they said... He has to cut it down to two packs a day. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. Endurance running, that's the sport he wants to do. <laughs> there was also another point in this movie where they were, they made a, they made a discussion about, like, cigarettes. Oh, that's what it was. I missed it. But when they're in the bedroom uh, with all of them sleeping over, they're like, they're like, oh, you want to have a cigarette? They go, it won't kill you. 
And I'm like, uh-huh. goo. <laughs> like a, it's like you're going to be very surprised in a couple of years when you suddenly have emphysema and lung cancer. It's like, okay. And children. Yes, that's also going to be very surprising. But it's, it's good to smoke when you're pregnant, though, because it keeps you slim. That's right. That's it right. does. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's what I heard. Cuts down the appetite. And as long as you can have a, you can have a bottle of wine a day. Just don't make it two bottles. <laughs> Precisely. Yep. Boom. All right. So after this, Travolta running uh, track poorly, he falls down. Sandy runs over and pretty much asks him out to the dance. Uh, so after this, you get the Jordan's furniture downtown set outside of. Oh, let's ch- not let's not gloss over that. Okay, <laughs> I was waiting for you Sandy, guys. Sandy is. I, what do you call? What would you call her? She's like like a manipulative little whore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. She literally. She's like literally. She's literally in the bleachers with her boyfriend, who thinks that she's just like you know, thinks that she's her his girlfriend, and all of a sudden she's like, "Oh, John Travolta fell over a hurdle. Well, now I'm I'm his girlfriend now. Might as well I went down and, and, and he said, and he said two words, and now I'm his girlfriend. <laughs> it's like, you piece of shit." Well, just the, the whole the whole relationship between them for the first hour and a half in this movie is like, oh, I like you. Well, I don't like you. Well, now I like you. Well, now I don't like you. Well, now I like you. It's just like back and forth, just fucking ping pong relationship. Well, yeah, because that never happens in real life, right? <laughs> no, it doesn't, but it doesn't happen like this. It doesn't like, oh, I fell over a hurdle. Walk over five minutes later. Hey, I'm not even going to tell you. I'm his his girlfriend now. But yet another example of the jock that the jock should have been the shit out of one of these guys, like Travolta. Right. Well, I love everyone <laughs> it else. Probably should have been an actual fight. Like everyone else there is in like a uniform or some school branded gear, and John Travolta's in like is in the Stephen Avery starter kit, gray <laughs> sweatshirt, gray sweatpants. You know. <laughs> Oh, Steve Avery. He didn't do it. <laughs> or did no, he? No, of course not. Maybe he did. Okay, moving on. Never know. <laughs> Move it along. If he, did, if he didn't do it, let's all just agree that it's better off he's in jail. <laughs> <laughs> Whether he did it or not, let's all agree that he's not smart. Okay. Yeah. Just across the board, probably should take those people out of the population. <laughs> <laughs> it's just natural selection doing its work, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. So uh, after this, though, you're um, yeah you're at the Jordan's Furniture downtown set outside of the Johnny Rockets when Frenchie daydreams of Frankie uh, Avalon. I think it's Avalon. Avalon. Frankie Avalon. Avalon. Who cares? Fuck this guy. He's singing <laughs> he's singing the Beauty Queen dropout song. Dude, that song was fucking hilarious. I loved it because it was basically like, "Hey, you dumb bitch, <laughs> stop <laughs> trying to do what you're doing and just go back to high school like a normal human." <laughs> She did say oh, so hooker, funny. which made me laugh. It's like her reaction is like, wait, did you say, did you just fucking say hooker? Well, like the first two verses of the song is basically like, look how fucking dumb you are. <laughs> <laughs> look at all well, the failures I don't think it's a, achieved. I don't think it's a misplaced statement. No. I mean, she failed out of beauty school after one day. I mean, <laughs> she turned her hair fucking pink. This is an MIT. I mean, she, she'd be able to stay in beauty school a little longer than a day. <laughs> Again, this is what I'm just saying. Like these songs, it's like it's like, what did you? Did you just call a 17 year old girl a hooker? Yep. It's like just you know what I mean. It's like it's yeah, that's my word out. choice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 to Preble's point, it's like th- these things are super explicit about kids. Hey, what's what's yeah, the big deal just, there? The, 
Ugh. Ugh. The whole thing was just very bizarre. That's all I, I was just like, all I just kept thinking about was also that one, that, but also two, Frankie Avalon was like a teen idol back in the fifties. So again, that's, that's when it's supposed to be taking place, but it's almost 1980 now. <laughs> so he's like 40 singing this song. So I'm like, again, pick a lane and stay in it. Like just what, what era are we in? <laughs> like help me figure this out. Right, they couldn't have found someone in Hollywood to like yeah. play a teen idol and sing. Well, that's what I mean. Like they they existed in the seventies too, and just pretend they're not. You know, they're they're a fake person. Like, oh my god, it's you know whatever the person's name is, right? As opposed to I mean, people watching this being like, why is Frankie Avalon here? Why does he look like he's forty years old? <laughs> also, what did this song and like the whole story arc in the song? contribute to the movie it didn't no one cares about this girl she's a bit she's a bit part character who like doesn't drive story at all and all of a sudden they have to like expound on her character why why would that ever you could have cut 30 minutes out of this movie and it would have been glorious it's a long song too i was just like looking at nikki i'm like this is going on forever so that's when i paused him like how much is left in this movie and it's a fucking hour (laughs) Well, see, like, I mean, when when it started, that uh, another point in the movie where I just had to pause and get out of the fucking room because I was like, this the, kept basically the song was born out of the fact that a fucking diner was closing, and everyone <laughs> walked away, and then she looks to the stars, and someone who, to this point in the movie, you've never been introduced to, starts singing to her, and I'm, <laughs> who the fuck is this person now? So, uh, fun fact, they originally offered it to Elvis, and he turned it down. Good call. Which is well, probably... Elvis would have been fat as shit then, too. Well, I was going to say, so that would have been... It's probably a mutual good decision, because he died exactly two months after this movie was released. Yeah. So that would have been kind of weird for all the audience uh. watching it. <laughs> yes, I would agree with that. Hey, but what a way to go. Taking a shit, am I right? Yep, trying to push out all those pills that you're taking. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> American hero. <laughs> okay, so now it's time for the dance show with the pedophile host Vince Fontaine. What the fuck? Oh my, oh my god! Oh my god! This is like oh the sixteenth. This is like the sixteenth. Dung dung! Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> Do your parents know that I come into your bedroom every night? Oh my god! Yes. Through the KZLZ lens, single <laughs> creepiest line ever uttered. Ever uttered. And I'm not kidding. I am a I am a Law and Art SUV fan. Like <laughs> SUV obviously sports utility vehicle. Law and Order Sports Utility Vehicle. That's the new Ford Explorer that's coming out this year. It's a new model. Yeah, SUV. <laughs> SVU. Sorry. Off road. There are there are lines in that show that I'm just like constantly shocked that they let on TV. They let on cable TV. Like not even HBO. But just like these like just graphic descriptions of terrible acts. And that that line by that guy to that to that high school girl, <laughs> supposed high school girl, really thirty six year old, is the creepiest thing I've ever heard anyone utter. Can you consider it statutory rape when the kid is a thirty six year old? I mean, at literally at one point he's literally prowling around, like looking down like their shirts. And stuff. I'm just like, what is going on? He's on oh, air. This just is like, incredible. Yeah, yeah, he's just making all like just the, the sex eyes with everybody. It's like, I'll come, I'll get to you here in a minute, but I'm on air. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
Damn. High school girls. So this is what I was thinking too. So I, you know, we're all '90s kids, and Bill Clinton accidentally started the Me Too movement. So you know, we were brought up just knowing that the shit is wrong. But did they not have like statutory rape laws in the '70s? Because you even have like this old lady who's like macking on this like 15 year old kid. Dude, Ugh. like why the fuck Ugh. are all the adults trying to fuck the kids? It is interesting that they think like that's that's like hilarious throughout this. Because there was, what was it? Yeah, like the uh, the nerds, or like the southern lady, the one lady who had the southern act. Or no, what was it? It's the assistant to yeah. the principal. Oh my it's God. just like grabbing this dude by, you know, yeah. just like, get over here. And it's just like, this This <laughs> is so here. out of line. That's, that's, that's literally what I put. I said, Vince, Font- Vince Fontaine proceeds to accost a high schooler only to be upstaged by the old redhead broad who wants to fuck the dumb football player. <laughs> dude, it's like, God. This is so bizarre. Like, we have, like, movies now about how, like, this is so, this is so, like, inappropriate and so out of control. It's like, she's having sex with her student. It's like, meanwhile, they're like, get in here. Well, I mean, and that, that old redhead lady was upwards of 70 years old, and this kid is 17 to 18. So, that's even more fucked up than Vince Fontaine, who's, I guess, you know, what, 40, 45 in this movie? I mean, neither one of them are acceptable, but, you know. He's, no. you know, he's roughly think the same. Go ahead, Pro. No, it was just kidding. He, he's, he's roughly the same age as the band, who yes. all, again, straight from the 70s, because they got, like, sideburns and mutton chops, but mm. they all have, like, no hair on the top of their head. It's all in, the, <laughs> it's all in their fucking face. And I'm like, how does this band? I was like, God damn it. I think the real story is that the movie's suggesting that Dick Clark was a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, this is supposed to be American Bandstand, and that guy's National Bandstand. Real clever. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Again, I just think, like go ahead. No, sorry, Dan. No, I, I think everyone back then was kind of like a pedophile. I'm. I think we are discounting how how recent in American history fucked up sexual things were just accepted, like Buddy Holly and what's his Jerry name, Lee and, Lewis. Uh, Jerry Lewis. Lewis, Jerry Lee Lewis. Second mentions of them. Yeah. <laughs> Two straight yeah. weeks. Jesus. Like I'm that I'm sure that like that wasn't an isolated incident in the United States. Like Jerry Lee Lewis was just the most prominent of the fucking first cousin fuckers. You know, first cousins who happens to be fourteen first cousin fuckers. That was the second band after. Here's you, the yeah. new. Yeah, I was about to say. Here's the new album yeah. from the first cousin fuckers. Right. So I mean, I'm just saying. Like I think we we are sort of like discounting how in a recent in American history fucked up things like that was were probably not all that out of the ordinary. Yeah. It was probably all the lead in the water supply. They're just making people go crazy. Yeah. That's what I hope it is. I hope it's that. It's all monsters. Not, just not our <laughs> grandparents being creeps. Monsters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So after this, you get the, the all white stomp the yard dance with drums and hand jiving. Oh <laughs> God. <laughs> awful. 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 And then he, uh, you have the Latina cougar with the dancing legs just running over to uh, run over to a Travolta as they just break out into a modern disco number. The only note I have on this entire scene was how fucking long is this dance contest? It felt like it was twenty minutes of this fucking movie. Yeah. The most unorganized dance contest ever, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they said, "Don't do, don't be like dirty or don't." You know, keep it clean. Keep and then it you clean got while John, I fuck this 15-year-old. Yeah, then you got John Travolta, like, sticking his dick in this Spanish woman's face. I will say, though, Travolta in this scene especially, great dancer. I will give him that. Oh, a, lot a, great, well, sure, a lot of I finger mean, guns. A lot of finger guns. Also, 
he's awesome in Saturday Night Fever. I don't know, have it, any of you guys ever seen that movie? No. Yeah, I mean, we're not watching it for next week. No, it's not a musical. It's it's actually it's rated R. It's like super gritty. It's it's definitely worth a watch though if you guys haven't seen it before. But we'll move on. So Travolta and the uh, Latina win the win the dance, and um, this is when I paused the movie again and to see that it's only been on for an hour and twenty minutes. Yep, right so, there with you, friend. You know what they should have done? They should have ended the movie in this scene with Sandy mm. running out crying and Travolta shrugging his shoulders and the movie just fades to black. The end. Mm. That would have sold tickets. How, how hilarious would that have been? <laughs> <laughs> There's like no closure. It's just... <laughs> you know what? I've This is when I realized that this, this movie is utter garbage because typically a movie oh, goes to an art... This is where you realize that. No, 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 I'm not even kidding. I knew it was, but like this is like where I knew that like the actual writing of the movie, the production of the movie, the concept of the movie was was that bad. Because typically in a movie like this, like the story arc goes, guy meets girl, they have like a, a nice period, guy pisses off girl, then guy has to get win girl's favor back, movie ends with them like kissing on a beach and making up, right? That's like the typical arc for a movie like this. Right. This movie did that twice because they were so unoriginal. They're like, what else are we going to do? We're just going to have them. We're just going to have them get angry at each other twice. And then they'll make up again. It's like, what, what am I watching? You could, they could have ended this movie. Like you said, Max, they could, they could have ended this movie like a quarter of the way in. They really should have. So this movie, yeah. it, the, like the timeline is a calendar year because it starts in the summer and the movie ends with the last day of school. And I know. It feels like said. it. That's what I said to Abby. I was like, this is the last day of school? When they ended, I was like, what are you talking about? They just decided to jump over fucking eight months. <laughs> Who needs all this exposition to tell to develop these characters? You know, we oh. just we just know that they were hanging out in the summer. Now there's a lot of trouble. And now right to spring. Yeah. Right, right yeah. to the dance. It's hard to develop characters when the acting's so shitty and they just sing through all the plot lines. This movie fucking sucked. <laughs> Good thing we didn't do Grease 2. Oh, God. God. Like, how? 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 I mean, this movie was fun. Like, again, I, I can understand with any musical, there's going to be a, a very small sect of the American population that's going to just have a hard-on because they're singing and dancing. But this movie was not a fucking good movie. Like, it was poorly produced, poorly edited. The acting was fucking terrible. How did they have a fucking se- sequel to this movie? Because it made a shit ton of money. It made a lot of money. Uh, it, it was also a huge Broadway hit before they made it into a movie. And a lot of the cast was in, was on the, was on uh, well, did the play. And, and that makes a lot of sense, because I felt like a lot of it this does. movie... You know, some of the acting or whatever is just way over the top, and it almost felt like a high school play. You know, it, I mean, it definitely had that vibe of it, it actually being it like a theater almost, performance. Guys, now hear me out. It almost felt like a musical. <laughs> if you've ever seen a musical, <laughs> this is it. Travel, travel, explain. <laughs> what is a musical? You mean, no, this is what is music, my lord? <laughs> Show me. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're talking about music. What is this music you speak of? Just explain it to me. Solid accent. <laughs> is this Sweeney Todd now? Is this what we're doing? <laughs> Dude, we, we should watch. We should. That, that's one we should have done. We should have done all Sondheim. 
That would be. We should do an R-rated musical. That'd be good. Yeah, man, you can. It'd be better than this. They exist. Still can't believe this was my fucking suggestion. I know. I was gonna say Derek is. We could have been doing Under Siege two right now, Derek. Thanks a lot. Exactly. Could have been. Oh god damn it! Instead, we're stuck at the drive-in with Rizzo finding out that she's pregnant and Tits McGee trying to make her feel better. Whoa! Whoa! Hold on! Hold on! We completely papered over the FBI specialists that are responsible for uh, identifying asses. What? Which, realistically, oh, you don't you don't remember that part? Oh yeah, yeah. Where they yeah, moon the, the camera announcement? Yeah, and they said the pictures were on the way to the FBI. But yeah. there were specialists that were in charge of things like this. That's the real fucking movie here. Let's figure that shit out. Ass inspector. Let's see a day in the life of those people. Yeah. Take, taking a day off of their busy life of finding fake communists <laughs> in our midst to go look at these these ass people, <laughs> these <laughs> ass criminals. These high school asses. Dun, dun. Scully, I'm telling you, my new system for ass recognition is going to work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know, Mulder. Let's get our expert in here. What's his name? Richard? Richard Long? It's Dick Long, ass inspector. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let me see it. Let me see your butt. Come on. That ain't it. That's not it. All right, move on. Let's see the next butt. This This one has a birthmark. Too easy. Get it out of here. (laughs) That colon's way too stretched out. Always have to just push it a one step too far. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. I say <laughs> dick long ass inspector, and somehow I make it seem PG. That's, <laughs> that's, that's good. All right. Yeah, so let's again see that uh, we're at the drive-thru, and Rizzo again is pregnant. And uh, Tiss McGee tries to make her feel better by telling her that Vince Fontaine <sighs> tried to roofie her coke. Yikes. Yep. Then that's Vince Fontaine being a gentleman. <laughs> you don't want to see Vince Fontaine when he's not being a gentleman. Did she put up a fight? That's what I was going to say. We already know that no one in this movie wants to see him put up a fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. That, I guess that answer. I mean, question. I think I, I think this is a time I need to come out and say it again. Kanicki, what a great guy. Finds out that Rizzo's pregnant and wants to make an honest woman out of her. That Stand-up gentleman. You know, talk about like the fucking old, like what was it, the telephone game or whatever? I mean, that's basically what that whole scene was, was she was like, yeah, I missed my period. And then it's just like, oh, she's pregnant. Oh, she's pregnant. Oh, she's pregnant. And then it gets to Kanicki and he's like, oh, glad I happened to catch you walking around my car. <laughs> yeah. And it's all fucking senior citizen Sandy's fault. Fucking blabbing it out to everybody. <laughs> Sandy. Anybody got some Tums? I got a real bad hot burn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. So after this, um. Ugh, you got stranded at the drive-in this song by Travolta after he uh, tries to grope Sandy. And after he gets a oh. car door shut on his dick. Ugh. Yeah, that was funny. That was, that was a good, that good was little really thing funny. there. That was good. I, I enjoyed that part. So deserved. You did. He elbow, elbows Sandy, then, grabs her then tries to grope her. <laughs> yeah. Here's, here's my just, ring. Elbow, tick grab. She won't put up a fight if I do this. If I elbow her right in the temple. Sandy, I'm in misery. Come on. (laughs) Get the fuck out of here. Blue as hell. It's like, oh, God. My note here was just, oh, no. No more. No more. That's what I wrote down. Mm -hmm. Um, I just had written down, this song sounds too much like John Travolta. (laughs) You can, like, really hear, like, the stereotypical, Uh, like, Sandy. Oh, God. This is... This is miserable. 
So um, during this, though, you get that cartoon in the background. So Preble, can you just give the our uh, our audience a analyst of the phallic images behind Travolta during the song? Oh, Jesus Christ. I I'm no, all I ears. <laughs> Let's no. go. <laughs> no, no, no. It was just like, what was it? That walking, uh, I don't even remember what it is now. It's a hot that, dog in a bun. Oh yeah, there we go. The hot dog in the bun <laughs> in the background. He's just like, he's just grabbing ice to ice his balls. <laughs> just like, oh, this is not good. This is bad. That actually might have been the funniest scene in the movie because the hot dog slides into the bun and then the bun just shrugs its shoulders. Ugh, no. <laughs> oh, no. What are God. they trying to suggest here, guys? my life. <laughs> Tim. <laughs> oh, he's trying to catch those hot dogs. Story <laughs> in my life. All right, fast forward to this uh, shitty box car. It's now a sports car due to the help of this old lady who owns a car shop. Or uh, more likely, just gave the studio a bunch of money so she could be in the movie. Who is this woman? I literally have down. Is she the shop teacher? She's the shop teacher. They is did that really? all in shop. She's No, yeah. she's a senior in high school. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 makes, that makes more sense. She's one of the yeah. seasoned seniors. My main question to this whole thing, beyond the fact that there's a 75-year-old female shop teacher, is Kaniki didn't have any money. He had, he had enough money moving boxes to buy a shit car. Where did he get, like, the astronomical sum of money it must have taken to, buy to an soup engine. that car up? Yeah, yeah to soup that car up. Just I don't understand this. through engine, and, like, it's all buffered up and shiny and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Well, we, we, we papered over the part in the uh, the Grease Lightning video where it's a completely, a completely fabricated, like, you know, a car that's made up in their minds that they build. And we'll get back to that towards the end, but like that, I just never knew what to expect. I thought, oh, mm-hmm. well, they they're fucking building this car, which isn't going to make any sense. And then they come back later, and I thought, you know, obviously that comes to just being like, you know, something in their heads. And it comes back later, I was like, oh, oh, oh no, they actually did build a car, and it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> All right, now well, now it's time for the race at the dried up LA River, and these dummies accidentally bash Kaniki's head against the door, so Travolta has to race in his place. Uh, yeah. Perfect. This is a cardboard is like, box race. And the guy and the guy goes, Potface, Potface McGee goes, We're racing for pinks. It's like and then they all go, Whoa, we're racing for pinks. Are women? It's like, how about you do this? How about you race them and if you lose, you don't give them your car. You stab them. Yeah. And then you run. No, this is, but this is like what fraternity, this is what like people in fraternities who get abused say, you know what I mean? Like, they they did sexual stuff to me and molested me during the hazing process of like pledging process of fraternity. It's like, how about you don't let a guy like shove a paddle up your ass? Yeah. How about you don't do that? And then you were all better off. You know, you can just not let him do that. See, all I could think I, about with all the sexual innuendo in this movie was when they said they were racing for pinks, I thought they were talking about pussy. Or the pinks, which are the girls? Um, that, or no, that. no, let's no, let's go with Derek's. That's the, <laughs> no, it's more you. appropriate. That's, that's, the more new, that's the more nuanced. That's the more nuanced take on this one. Purple just has Stockholm Syndrome with, with Derek at this point. It's like the same. It's like this. It's like Groundhog's Day. It's like the same events all the time, or just keep same happening like every time. I know. It's like, yeah, but you know, sex. Yeah, but they're playing for pussies, like Gene Kelly, right? That's right. Remember get that it? one? Get it? Like, oh, no, you don't. Okay. You don't get it. 
<laughs> Want me to say it again? Let off. <laughs> I'll say I'm it again. Say it one more time. Louder. <laughs> loud as hell. But uh, they, they've used this LA River for so many movies. And you know what it would have just been much better? Is if the Liquid Terminator just busts through the overhead bridge in a Mack truck while just chasing a 12 year old John That's Connor. What I had. That's what I had in this. I'm like, this movie would be a lot better if we, if we saw the Terminator, whatever, like Terminator XL, whatever the one is that's, uh, that's chasing after Arnold. It was like, oh my God, it'd be awesome. <laughs> How awesome. I would have liked been. it if the two times a year the LA River really gets flooded because of like heavy <laughs> rainfall in LA. I would have loved to see that torrent just rip through <laughs> and kill everybody. <laughs> and I'm talking about in real life now. I'm talking about that just was like, that's what happened to the, to the cast. And it was just on film. <laughs> all dead. And they decided to release it. Yeah. Would have made my life so much better. <laughs> all right. So Danny wins. Surprise, surprise. And then moving on. Let's just uh, let's skip the next song. Get kind of towards the ending here. Good idea. Yes. I, Thank the, you. The, the only note I have for that song well, one thing before that is, did Ugh. anyone catch that sweet slow mo two foot car jump? Yeah, dude. <laughs> oh no. god! And then my I really didn't watch this movie. Literally in all caps with eight thousand exclamation points behind it. Stop <laughs> singing! <laughs> I also just like Stop the Ben Hur reference in this. That was very enjoyable to me. Or what? Did anybody else the Ben Hur thing where because the guy uh, has like the spikes yeah, on the his spikes, car or whatever? Yeah. yeah, I was like, all right, I like that. Yeah, like it's a that, that'd be better applause. too, I guess. Yes, we should have watched that movie too. Yeah. It's not a musical, but it's like five hours long. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. Actually, on second thought, no, we shouldn't. We could do just movie month and just have Ben Hur for the entire month. <laughs> just be yeah, the entire. <laughs> yeah. God. We'll do yeah. Well, let's do that, and then we'll do Apocalypse Now the next month. There we go, <laughs> and then and then it'll be a new year. It will be good. Yeah. 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 And then we'll be ancient. Then we'll be just as old as all these high schoolers. It'll be perfect. <laughs> okay, so Danny shows up on the last day of school in his Letterman jacket when, oh golly, here comes Sandy strutting in dressed like a greaser as they uh, sing the most popular song in this movie, You're the One That I Want, which made me very happy because I knew this movie was almost over. I just wrote, oh shit, Sandy's a whore, go get her Danny. <laughs> People do like I, the I mean, take. it's a it's an important message. It's an important message to girls. Mm-hmm. Compromise all your values and morals just so that you can get the guy that you had a crush on in high school. Thank yep. you. It's a it's a great lesson. I think girls everywhere should really take that one to heart. And that's why Derek's gonna be starring in this next uh, high school musical that's coming out. <laughs> we all look forward to that, Derek. Dung dung. So you come around here often? <laughs> oh boy. You gonna let me sneak in your room every night? I watch you while you sleep. <laughs> it's like a, it's like you my can... own version of paranormal activity. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just standing over you hovering. Cutscene cutscene to Stabler and Paco in the interrogation room. You get your ro- you get your rocks off looking at teen girls, huh, kid? Yes, I've been telling you this. Yeah. <laughs> I've been seeking Why are you help so aggressive? Months. I've already, I've already said, yeah. I think oh. this guy needs a timeout. <laughs> <laughs> Your nice teeth imitation never uh. fucking gets old. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> All right, oh, so uh, before we get into the last moment of this movie. Prabal, once again, we need your analysts. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, so the, the, the oh Shake Shack God. machine that Sandy and Danny are on, can you please explain all the sexual elements of this and don't hold back? Oh, yeah, 
it's like a there's some there's some shaft like things. There's um, penises. I think I think there were several dildos in there as well. Heavily studded dildos. Um, <laughs> if, I, if I remember correctly. But then again, I may I may have been blacking out at this moment, considering I was like, why did I dedicate two hours to this movie? All the other things I could have solved were hunger. Here I am. Okay. Wait, wait, you could have solved World Hunger in two hours? <laughs> I could have. Why guys. didn't you do that? Why didn't you take another two hours? That's what to I'm do saying, that? Tim. I wasted so much of my, my expertise. <laughs> tell me more, tell me more. <laughs> I can't figure out how Skype works, but I can definitely solve World Hunger. So <laughs> that's that's fine. It's very believable. I just want to see Preble's whiteboard in his in his room. <laughs> my world, Charlie Day. Yeah, with like World <laughs> Hunger <written laughs> <on> the <top. laughs> Strings everywhere. Yeah, uh, a lot of strings. Being like, okay, people need bread, and I find bread in stores. Yeah. People also like cheese and tomatoes, and then all these strings just lead to a picture of pizza. <laughs> no, they lead, they lead to a picture of me completely nude, covered in pizza. <laughs> that would make more sense. Yes, right. It's like, we found this man covered in pizza. Died from a severe case of the gout. <laughs> oh, boy. Make sure that I ain't paying for that tip because he was five minutes late. <laughs> so How dare you, Ice-T. <laughs> I originally asked uh, Preble that question so I could take a sip of beer, and then he started talking about, like, studded dildos, and I almost spilt it all out. <laughs> yeah. Good, 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 good. I was not please, expecting please. that. Dildos, oh, lots of dildos. <laughs> you know, but, you know, regular stuff. Ugh. Okay, so there's one last song left that includes the yeah, cast. Why, 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 why? The Tell Me More song should have been it. Cut to credits. I thought that was the end movie. That is. It's not, though. Oh, I thought whatever. it was. Oh, I thought. I don't think you finished this the movie. This might have been probably. when I passed out. I think <laughs> I, I was going to say, I might have passed out. In. You know what? That makes that, without giving away the ending for all of our thousands of fans, that flying car a lot more it's sense. The, I, I'm, I'm sorry. You're the one that I want, and then it's the Tell Me More or whatever it is. Or whatever. Well, I don't yeah, remember. It's a different song. song. I don't even know the name of it, but. Yeah. So, but, it, it, what it includes, though. So, you get the cast just thrown up, singing, and the spinning rides. And then Rizzo says she isn't pregnant. And then Danny and Sandy yeah. fly off in Danny's car, presumably just dying in a car accident and never being well, spoken of ever again. The thing that doesn't make any fucking sense. That's the fictional car that they built in the fucking Grease the Lightning song. That's not yeah. even a real car. It's the fictional car they built in that fucking scene. And it also flies, so that flies. Flies. Yeah, that's, that's the real crux. That's the guy I had the most, the most difficulty with. Not only is this car that car, but why is it flying? Why is right. no one else losing their minds? Everyone's like, oh, bye. You can't do an entire movie grounded in reality and then <laughs> at the end... In the last 30 seconds, have a flying car. You can't do it. I'm not going to allow it to happen. Oh, thanks, which is why, Which oh. is why I'm going to find the guy who created Grease, directed it, and I'm going to kill him. And if he's dead, I'm going to dig him up, and I'm going to drag him to his family's house, and I'm going to I'm gonna murder God. that dead body in front of his family. Jesus Christ. Murder it dead. Murder it dead. That's a good way to end this uh, end this movie. Yeah, Thank you, Tim. Right. What a f- <laughs> what a <laughs> Put it to bed. Okay, time for trivia. Yeah. All right. Um, this movie cost six million dollars and it made three hundred ninety-five million dollars. Oh my god! This god is in nineteen seventy-eight. Oh 
That equivalent right now is like $1.2 billion today. People oh are still dumb back then, huh? God. <laughs> Just burn it down. Just burn it down and burn start it all. Burn it all. The official premiere after party was at Studio 54. Of course it was. Good. That would have been fun. That yeah, actually, party. that probably would have been hilarious to be there. Just John Travolta walking around fully clothed, but his dick hanging out the front of his pants. <laughs> As is tradition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's yep. what you have to do. That's how you get into Studio 54, I'm sure. Uh, the high school that they filmed at was next to a pork plant, so everything smelled like bacon. Not sure if that's true or not. <laughs> that's an IMDb so I would have fit in well. Yeah. That's why Sammy was there. He wasn't even part of the cast. He just showed up. Yeah, <laughs> Sonny, whatever his name is. Yeah, whatever that. The fat guy. So, uh, what? What's? Why do you think we should hire you? I smelt the bacon. I just want to be near the bacon. <laughs> I'll get all the bacon-related troubles out of your way. Trust me. Okay, so here's okay. the whoa, Nelly uh, trivia thing that I uh, that I hinted earlier. So, the wife of the actor who played Kaniki said that Travolta tried to give him a blowjob when he was asleep back in the 90s which ended their 20-year friendship. (laughs) Yeah, buddy. Well, he also tried to kill himself. I guess we're best buddies now. What? Because I gave Pueblo a blowjob while he slept. No, that's probably what I said, right, Tim? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't, I wasn't wasn't responding to anything (laughs) they said. No, no, you just glazed over what Derek says at this point. But uh, yeah, Kaniki, he tried to kill himself. The wife said that it was in a suicide note. Oh my God. He said it in the suicide note? That's what his wife said, at least. He didn't. What a dark, what a, Jesus Christ. Yeah. John Travolta tried to blow me. Now it's time to kill myself. Yeah. He failed. John Travolta's always like, hey, come on. I was just trying to be a good guy. (laughs) (laughs) That's what friends do, right? Yeah. I get, you a, I, get, I get you. A, I get you a featured role in, in old dogs. <laughs> hey, come on, kid! You want to be face off? Wild dogs, whatever. Wild dogs is even more appropriate. <laughs> Travolta. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another one on Kaniki. So he was supposed to sing the Grease Lightning song since his character did it in the play, but Travolta used his star power to make the change. Um, but the director went over to uh, the, that same dude, Kaniki, asked for his permission first since he thought that was the right thing to do. And he said no. Um, <laughs> but then he ultimately changed his mind. A.K.A. they paid him like 100000 more dollars. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would hope so. Okay. He's like the best one in this whole thing. So. Yeah, he was. Um, okay. And the last one here. So this was, as mentioned prior, this was a Broadway production before it was a movie. At one point, Travolta played Duty, who was just one of like the minor guys in the background. But uh, guess who played Danny at one point during the Broadway show? Uh, fucking uh, Patrick Swayze. Yep. Oh! Ding, 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 ding. Bonus points for the fat guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which one? <laughs> you know, I'll give half my bonus say, points to Tim. I'll take those bonus points. <laughs> yeah. In the form of hot dogs. I'll I'm still focused on that bacon comment. For being on time, Preble. What's going on? I give half my bonus points for to Tim for being on time. Wait, what? <laughs> so I give half my bonus <laughs> What? Okay. Okay, okay. who's your favorite and least favorite in this? I'll start it off. My favorite is Kaneki. He's the only one that actually fucking has a soul in this goddamn movie. And uh, my least favorite is Sandy. Sandy should go back to Australia and um, 
she should is a terrible person compromises her entire belief system and morals for some dipshit <laughs> sequined in a sequined t-shirt <laughs> really hyper folks on the sequined t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> because here's the thing here's the thing it's like i can get i can get it in the 50s like there were greaser gangs there were leather jackets they were what people from what i understand probably tough in a certain way but I don't believe that these that said greaser gangs wore sequined T-shirts. <laughs> I don't believe that. It's just it's totally not right. If you're going to if you're going to paint this picture for me that these are fucking tough greasers and then you have them in a sequined T-shirt, I can't I can't do it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'll say uh, in contrast to Tim's statement, uh, my favorite was Sandra D. I thought throughout the movie, for the most part, she was the only one that like had a realistic human reaction to a lot of what was going on. Like, you know, she smoked a cigarette, didn't like it. Then they forced the alcohol. She was like, no, I don't really feel comfortable with this. And they kept, you know, but anyways, um, my least favorite character was everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) It's a, it's a, it's a good, I like Paco's better than me. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's what I had too, Derek. It was everyone. I thought everyone was bad. Oh, my <laughs> God. So I'll go. I'll say my favorite was Rizzo. I thought she was like the only one that was actually like taking any action about things. She was like, I'm going to do this. thought she was funnier than all the other people. And also she's Dr. Bartlett. So I have to give her my undying <laughs> respect. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then my, my mm-hmm. least favorite was obviously John Travolta. I thought everything about everything except for some of the dancing was pure trash everything was awful everything Kaniki should have the first episode the first like not episode but the first scene like they should have just let John Travolta wash away into the ocean <laughs> and then just had Kaniki come in and take the rest of it that would have been preferable than the rest of this um, I was pretty vague I was, my favorite um, I was my favorite was no one I didn't like anybody and my least favorite was everyone I thought everyone was bad so wow <laughs> All right, man. Yep. <laughs> I, I, I wrote that five minutes before we started the show, so. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving to the next one. If Mark Wahlberg was in this, which would have been interesting, uh, what would he be confused about? Wasn't, like, Kid in Play or whatever Mark Wahlberg was in, wasn't that, wasn't <laughs> that just play. this movie? I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't think Mark don't Wahlberg know. was part of Kid in Play. Dude, that would have been hilarious, though. All right, what goddamn band was he in? Or fucking His brother music? was in New Kids on the Block. Donnie. Mark Wahlberg he, wasn't a rapper too. He no, he was. But I think he was, yeah, oh. I think he. I think Marky Mark. He was Marky Mark, right? Wasn't that it? Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. I think Marky I Mark and the Funky Bunch. Yeah, I think I mentioned. Wasn't this Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch in uh, <laughs> "Please Help Me Again"? What? What's Donnie Wahlberg's band? Kids on the Block. New Kids. What isn't that just? Isn't that just Grease? <laughs> That's just Greece, right? That is Greece. They're just running around Dorchester wait, doing Greece things. Oh, you mixed up Kid and Play with New Kids on the Block. <laughs> I don't know who Kid and Play is, dude. I don't know who Kid. And he play doesn't is. know who Kid and Play is. But he knows enough that they existed. Oh, I'm just surprised that you pulled Kid and Play before you pulled New Kids on the Block. <laughs> oh, shit, the black dude with like the, the seven foot like uh, high top fade. Yeah. <laughs> right? Was he part of that group? Kid yeah, no, it was a house party. That is Kid. Comedic group oh house party. God, that's fucking <laughs> hilarious. 
It's pretty perfect. I'm confused about Tim's references. That's what, I, that's what I'm confused about. I don't know about Mark Wahlberg. Tim didn't even have anything to say about Mark Wahlberg. He was just, he was just asking what band he was in. No, my, my point is that fucking New Kids on the Block and Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch is just a bunch of tough guys running around dancing and singing. What's the difference between that and Grease? <laughs> and I don't want to say tough guys. I mean, tough guys in quotations, you know. I mean, I feel like this movie, maybe maybe he would have been confused like, yo, dude, is, uh, you, so you want me to be in Greece or is this, uh, is this fucking Footloose? I mean, what, 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 what is it? They're one of the same? Yeah, no, no. Footloose is the prequel to Greece. Got it. Why is a school full of 30-year-old white people? <laughs> that being said, this is my kind of school. <laughs> <laughs> I, too, have not graduated. I, too. I too am. I am too am going for my GED for the seventy seventh time. <laughs> hey, Sonny, have any more blood pressure meds? My dad ran out. <laughs> God, this right. movie fucking sucked. Yeah, let's move on to the last little thing here. So, just how IMDb and Rotten Tomatoes have their own rating system, we decided to make our own. So, guys, what would your rating be for this one? Mine. I'll go ahead and get it out of the way. I give this a zero. <laughs> A fucking zero. I, this is by far, I hated Footloose so fucking much. So fucking much. This is by far the worst movie that we've done. And yes, that does include Batman and Robin. How dare you? I don't know which one felt longer. <laughs> Thank you, Max. Yeah. At least you're giving Batman and Robin some sort of credit. Oh, no, Batman and Robin's horrific. I fucking hate you for choosing that movie. <laughs> From all the movies you could have picked. You only there was only like eighteen movies that you couldn't have picked from all the movies ever, and you fucking picked that one. <laughs> I'll never forgive you for having well, to pay to watch respect, that. I did shit. pick like three before that, and they all got vetoed. Yeah, Baby Genius was not going to be uh, an episode here. <laughs> We're not doing that one either. Uh, Put my foot down. All right, who's so, next? Uh, I I think I already gave my rating when I. Th- Told you guys I wanted to exhume the body of the person who created this and and remurder him in front of his his family and loved ones. I think that's that's pretty much my rating. Okay. Um, I I was also gonna give this like a ridiculous score, like the absence the absence of matter, but I will try and give it a real a real fake score of um. 188,000 sexually frustrated teens who have zero understanding of sex um, over over everybody else on Earth and everybody else on that should grab as many sharp objects as possible and descend on Rydell High and set this place ablaze with all and just scatter these children into the winds. Because this, this thing, you know, Jesus. to quote that principle, this really deserves, you know, the worst for these kids. It's a very Tim Begin rating. Yeah, I know, right? There's a lot of rage back there. <laughs> yeah, man. Burn all his children. Like, burn them. <laughs> burn them and scatter <laughs> the rashes into the wind. <laughs> and then burn them again. Rebel, I, th- I see nothing wrong with your rating. I think yeah, it's no, a fine no. rating. Thank you. I appreciate that, Tim. I was looking. I needed your support on that. Tim's just silently nodding his head. Time. Um, I'm going to give us all the roofies in Vince Fontaine's pocket out of four hours of standstill traffic to remove the pieces of Danny in his car that most certainly stalled out in the air and just crash landed on the LA freeway. Ah! Oh God. Oh, it's a mess down here. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> teenage oh, bodies God. all over the place. It's pinball. We found him. 
Remember that Conair That's what happens at Thunder Roads. Yeah. Oh, God. That was, yeah. You're the one that I want to scrape this dead John Travolta off the pavement. Yes. Yes. Death. This was morbid. Anything else you guys want to cover before we uh, wrap up here? No. Not a thing. Good, me either. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just a defeated man right now. (laughs) Yep, so that's that's the end of week two of our musical May. I think we all just did a great job in this episode. We weren't (laughs) cruel or offensive in any way whatsoever. So uh, if we were, you can email us at tdbackrow at gmail.com. But we know Uh, you won't. You won't because you turned it off the second I said jizz or whatever at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> from, the moment, from the moment we immediately alienated our target audience. <laughs> oh, honey, look, a podcast on Greece. Let's listen. <laughs> jizz. Oh. John Travolta's steaming white load of cum. <laughs> well, I need to listen to the rest of this to find out what their email is. What yeah. is it? What, are we going to listen to this with no context? Okay, it's tdbackrowgmail.com. I will email them and tell them this wasn't their best episode. <laughs> but, I'll give them pointers. Yeah, but if you do like the show, you can rate and review. You can also follow, uh, you can also follow us on all the social medias. Just click on the link to the bottom of the episode details. Uh, so, until next time, um, just remember we're not going to watch Grease ever again. Thank so, we're good there. Bam. Bam, bam. 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 Edit it out. We want to have a future. <laughs> Edit it out. We want to yeah, have a future. Right. Don't pull punches, boys. You know, I I am who I am, as Popeye would say. Is that what he yeah, says? That's, that's always a good role model. Oh, God damn it. I think I'm going crazy because it's like almost 80 <laughs> degrees in my house right now. Oh, I can only imagine the stench. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, my taint must just oh, be boy. horrible. What the? F- <laughs> I've got the old oily uh, grundle going, if you know what I'm talking about, Tim. Oh, do I know? I know. <laughs> you don't really leave much to the imagination there, Derek, by no. saying it. Well, there's, I mean, oily, hairy grundle. Hmm. Oh, okay. That's better. Yeah. Oh, that leads it to the imagination. By the way, here's a trivia thing I should have mentioned. Um, Harry Reams was originally signed on to play the coach. However, executives at Paramount nixed the idea due to Reams' previous work as an adult uh, in adult films. So he was in <laughs> he the movie Deep Throat. Yeah. Look at the and then if you just look up the picture of him, it's he looks like a 1970s porn star. Yeah. He would have fit in perfectly. I, yeah, this whole thing was about sex and frustration, so I'm sure yeah. it would have worked just fine. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'm gonna, yeah, right. with that said. I'm going to call him. Okay. I'm going to look up reasons for it not working. I can't wait to hear. I Please record that, Paco. I'm going to speaker. I just got to go, what? <laughs> All right, here we go. Hello, Derek. Hello, Michael. How are you? <laughs> Good. Um, so, I, 
I had an idea that I talked through with the guys, which, which by the way, this may be your only contribution to the podcast. You are on speaker right now. Um, Am I really? Yeah. So, um, Good to know. but uh, <laughs> so we're gonna do you, the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you may want to try uh, try downloading the Skype app and then just plug your headphones into the into your phone. And then, um, and then just still record with whatever recording source you use on your computer, and it should work just fine, I would think. All right, Derek, well, I'm going to hang up and I'm going to do this, okay? We all love you. That's why okay. we're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> so angry. <laughs> of all the people in the podcast to call him, it had to be me. 